Hello, and welcome to the Think Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Cuevas. I'm a lover of French Rose coffee, golden doodles, and pump-up music. I believe happiness is something we each create for ourselves and that you are in the driver's seat of your own life. Yep, you. Join me each week as we chat with guests about their personal happiness journeys and dive into practices that you can incorporate into your daily life to help you be, well, happier. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Think Happy Podcast. We're just days away from Halloween. Where is the time going? I am so excited for Ellie's first Halloween. She's going to be dressed up as Guppy. Oh, she's just so cute in her costume. And it's honestly embarrassing how excited I am to get her all dressed up and take her trick-or-treating. I hope the weather will be good, but it is Houston, so honestly, who the heck knows? And of course, Guppy will be dressing up also. She's going to be a jack-o'-lantern. So actually, for Guppy's first Halloween, which was like five or six years ago, she dressed up as a little pumpkin. So it's just like sticking on with the theme and it's just all so cute. Um, I'm going to have to dig up some pictures of when Guppy was a little pumpkin and I'll post them on my Instagram story. I'll also post some pictures of Ellie and Guppy on Halloween. It's just going to be really, really freaking cute. (laughs) Okay, so enough of that Halloween talk. On to something happy things. Can I ask a favor of you? Will you please share this podcast with at least one person today? Word of mouth is one of the best ways to grow a new podcast, and I really, truly would appreciate you helping me spread the word. Thank you just so, so much in advance. And if you don't already, follow me on Instagram at thinkhappy underscore co. That's C-O. Send me a DM so we can meet each other and just chit chat for a little while. All right. So today we are talking about the next pillar of Think Happy's five signature pillars. So this is pillar two, taking care of your body. Now, my goal for this episode is to tell you about three ways you can start taking care of your body today. We did an overview of this pillar in episode one, but we're going to dive a lot deeper into it right here, right now. So here we go. Want to know something? You only get one body. Yep. I know, I know, I know. Stop the presses. This is revolutionary stuff. (laughs) But in all seriousness, I know that you know that you only get one body. But do your actions reflect that? Do you treat your body like it's your one and only? Do you listen to your body when it tells you what it needs? Do you give it time for movement and to get stronger? Do you nourish it with well-serving fuel? Do you allow it time to rest and recover? If you answered no to any of these questions, then this episode is for you, my friend. We are going to talk about three ways you can start taking care of your body. Exercise, food, and sleep. I love this pillar so much because honestly, I love exercising, I love eating, and I love sleeping. But I haven't always been this way. And when I go through a tough season, these three things are the first to get pushed to the back burner. 
However, I will say these are also the things I lean into when I'm on the other side of a tough season. These are the things that give me life, literally and figuratively, and help me get to a point where I'm feeling like me again. Do you know that feeling that I'm talking about? Today's episode is brought to you by the book, Think Happy. Does living your happiest, most intentional life sound appealing to you? If so, go grab yourself a copy of Think Happy. Think Happy provides tips and guidance to help you transition into living your happiest life. Get ready to laugh, cry, stay up into the wee hours of the morning and ponder this thought. Happiness will not magically come to you. You have to search for it, find it, and most importantly, live it. Head over to thinkhappyco.com, click shop and treat yourself to a copy of Think Happy. Let's start with exercise. Now, I want to have a quick conversation about the difference between exercise and working out. To me, working out has the connotation of being structured, intense, and sweaty. On the other hand, I believe that while exercise can be structured, intense, and sweaty, it doesn't have to be. Exercise is more of a catch-all for intentional movement of your body. And here's an example. So a workout would be a HIIT workout, a bar class a three-mile run, or heading to the gym to get on the treadmill and lift weights. On the other hand, exercise would be going on a walk, taking the stairs instead of the elevator, playing tag with your friends, not with your friends, playing tag with your kids, (laughs) or even yoga in your living room. Differentiating between exercise and working out has helped me enjoy and love doing both. I love a good workout. It makes me feel strong and accomplished. I also love exercising. Movement is something my body craves each day. Right now in Houston, we've had a few cold fronts. (laughs) I'm like saying this in quotes because our definition of a cold front is anything under 90 degrees, but it has been pretty nice outside. So Oakley and I have been taking Ellie and Guppy on more walks and it's just so nice. So I want to be clear. I refer to exercise as any intentional movement of your body. So yes, exercise can be a workout, but it doesn't have to be. It can be as simple as doing some lunges in the kitchen while you wait for your coffee to brew. Moving right along. Now that we've covered the difference between exercising and working out, I want to talk to you about consistency. Without a shadow of a doubt, the key to having a healthy exercise routine is consistency. So what does this mean? Well, frankly, and this is especially important if you've gotten out of the habit of exercise and want to get back to it, this means that you set yourself up for success by creating realistic expectations. I would so much rather you go on two jogs each week than go on four jogs one week than zero the next. And this might take some trial and error, which is normal. But in order to have consistency, you need to have some sort of exercise that you actually enjoy doing. In episode five, I talked about consistency with Haley and Leslie, the co-owners of Motive Fitness Memorial. Go check out that episode if you want more information and if you want to hear their thoughts on this topic as well. So we talked about the difference between exercising and working out and the importance of consistency. Let's talk about why. Why is it healthy for your body to consistently exercise? Well, for one thing, ongoing physical activity not only gives you more energy during the day, but it also helps you to sleep better at night. 
Exercising helps your heart and lungs stay strong by keeping your cardiovascular system in check. It goes without saying that exercise can help with weight loss and weight maintenance goals, and it also helps your body get stronger so it fights off negative health conditions more effectively. I'm talking about negative health conditions that are a big deal, like stroke, heart attack, high blood pressure, depression, anxiety, the list goes on and on. And if all of these benefits aren't enough to convince you, let me tell you about my favorite benefit, endorphins. Google has a fancy schmancy definition with lots of medical words, so here's my layperson's definition. Endorphins are happy feelings that are naturally released in your brain by activities such as exercise. So that means that if you exercise, endorphins will be released, which will make you feel happier. So for the price of zero dollars, you can have as many endorphins floating through you and making you feel happy. (laughs) That is a pretty good deal, friend, and exactly why I love me some endorphins. So at this point, I hope you're thinking, this is great. I can't wait to get my booty moving. I want to close out our conversation about exercise by leaving you with two strategies to help you with consistency. First, mix it up. Second, schedule it. Mixing up what you do for exercise will help to prevent you getting bored with doing the same thing over and over. If you prevent yourself from getting bored, you're much more likely to stick with it. See where I'm getting? Right now, my exercise routine consists of a few different things. Cycle classes, bar classes, running, walking, and occasional 20-minute hits. That's five different things. I suggest picking a handful of different exercises you can start incorporating into your routine too. DM me if you want some help brainstorming. I would love to help you. Now, scheduling exercise is something I also feel really passionately about. It doesn't have to be tough, guys. At the beginning of my week, I take a few minutes to review my weekly calendar. Then I identify the days and times I want to exercise. For example, I teach bar on Sundays and I teach cycle on Mondays. So those go in first. Then I pick a few days I plan on going on a run or doing a hit. Pretty much the only thing I don't plan ahead of are times that like I'm going on a walk with my family. These are typically more spur of the moment. And guess what? You can do this too. And I promise you, if your exercise plans are in your calendar or on your to-do list, there is a significantly higher likelihood you'll actually follow through. So moving right along to food. Food is quite literally the fuel that runs your body. And the higher the quality of fuel you use, i.e. the food you eat, the better your body will run. Think about it like this. Let's say your car runs on premium gasoline. If you go to the gas station and put mid-grade gas in instead of premium, will your car still run? Yeah, it will. But if you use the recommended premium gas, will your car run even better? You better believe it. It's the same with food. If you put in mediocre food, your body will still operate. But if you put in high quality, high quality food, your body will run much more efficiently. An easy way to make sure you're eating high quality food is to think about the long-term and short-term benefits of what you're planning on eating. 
long-term benefits should always outweigh the short-term benefits. Examples of long-term benefits are the nutrients in the foods you eat serving your body well and and long-lasting energy. Short-term benefits are something tasting really good in the moment or just eating something out of the convenience of it or plain boredom. The strategy you can use for this is to come up with at least a plan. First, do your best to keep quick, healthy options on hand. At home, keep a few healthy dinner options in your freezer for nights where you don't have time to make a full-blown dinner. Also, keep healthy snacks in your purse. I almost always have a kind bar in my purse. I find that it's not uncommon for me to snack on a kind bar on my drive home from work. Usually at this point in the day, I'm hungry for dinner. And if I have a bar as a snack, it prevents me from going home and diving headfirst into a bag of chips. Second, utilize meal planning. On my Instagram highlights, I do a deep dive into meal planning. Go check that out for all of the info on how I pick our weekly meals and make our grocery lists. Also, I have a free meal planning template that is yours for the taking. I will go ahead and put that in um, my bio link for you guys. So we have talked about exercise and we have talked about food. Last but not least, let's cover sleep. There is no fake it until you make it with sleep. Your body absolutely needs it. And without going all nerdy on you, science backs this up. While you're sleeping, your body is still hard at work. There are so many things going on while you're sleeping. Your brain is storing memories from the day and preparing to record a new set of memories in the coming day. The hormones that affect your appetite are being balanced. Your muscles and nervous system return to a state of relaxation. And vital organs, like your heart, get a chance to rest. You guys already know that I love sleep, and it's not uncommon to find me getting into bed before 9 p.m. I know if I want to feel well-rested going into the next day and accomplish everything on my list, I need to get at least nine hours of sleep. Sorry, not nine, eight hours of sleep. I can physically function with less, but I am not as mentally sharp and I don't feel my best if I mess around with my sleeping time. Getting into bed and turning out the light is something that personally I do not struggle with, but Lord knows there are plenty of other things I do struggle with. But I do know that this is a speed bump in a lot of your lives. So let's talk about some strategies that you can use to start winding down for the night and ultimately getting the quantity of sleep your body needs. First and foremost, my ultimate suggestion is to avoid using your phone while you're preparing to go to sleep. Your phone actually prevents you from falling asleep and sleeping well. The light from your phone screen is called blue light. It seems pretty harmless, and for the most part it is. However, at night, blue light blocks your body from producing melatonin. That's the hormone that tells your body that you're tired. Do you know what that means? Your phone tricks your brain into thinking that you're not tired when in reality you are. Because of this, I want you to avoid using your phone while you're preparing to go to sleep. This will take practice and you're probably not going to do it perfectly every single night. I know that I don't. But do you want to know something? That's okay. Small steps still count as progress. Okay, a few more tips for you. Try setting an alarm to remind yourself to get ready for bed. Maybe take a warm bath or drink a cup of tea. Turn down the lights in your living room an hour or so before bedtime. Or incorporate nightly meditation into your routine. Your goal is to get in the habit of slowing down your body and brain in preparation for a restful night's sleep. 
All right, guys, so let's review. Today, we have covered three ways to take care of your body, exercise, food, and sleep. When it comes to exercising, I want you to keep in mind the difference between exercising and working out. And the key here is consistency. Mix up your routine and physically schedule it. For food, I want you to start opting for long-term benefits over short-term benefits and be prepared. Keep healthy options on hand and maybe even give meal planning a shot. Finally, sleep. Remember that your body craves sleep and needs a healthy amount to perform optimally. You can't trick your body into thinking it's gotten enough sleep. So let's start practicing winding your brain and winding your body down before bedtime to help set the tone for a restorative shut-eye. And that's a wrap, my friend. Again, if you're enjoying this this podcast, please help me spread the word. Screenshot this episode and tag me in your Instagram story. You can find me at thinkhappy underscore co. Thanks, and I'll see you next week. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Think Happy Podcast. If you just can't get enough, find me on Instagram at thinkhappy underscore co, that's C-O, and online at thinkhappyco.com. See you next week.